And welcome to another edition of the Barstool Sports Fantasy Hour. We got at Bales Football, Jonathan Bales. It is week, what, seven going on? Seven. Seven. And we got a one-on-one. No menage a trois. No guests this week. Uh, I guess every week we're going to try to get on a different Barstool person. I'd like to get Levitan or some fantasy guru in here. But again, he knows more than both of us. But as far as we go, I think – crushing it so far. I mean, you look at last week, just analysis alone, Lamar Lamar Miller with LaShawn McCoy. You threw out Kenny Britt from the freaking Raptors, and he was what? He was probably the best wide receiver last week. Justin Hunter scoring every freaking game. I mean, cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> Listen to us. We're uh, pretty, pretty on point in the fantasy aspects of things. And when I say us, I, of course, mean you, but – uh, I think I'm throwing in there a couple of good charms here and there. Yeah, no way was Britt uh, number one. It was, it was Odell, right? Well, yeah, it was Odell, but Britt was number one as far as value. You got to admit that. Yeah. Meredith, but, yeah, Meredith yeah, yeah, was yeah. up there. Meredith was up there, but who you also – Yeah, probably Britt. Or, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Britt was an under-the-radar under guy. Though. But Britt, Britt wasn't – Value as far as ownership. No, not at all. That way. So if you had Kenny Britt, you did pretty good. But uh, yeah, we're uh, we're not doing too shabby here at the uh, Barstool Sports Power Fantasy Hour of Deliciousness. I like that name a lot better. Yeah, dude. I think we uh, it's week seven. I think uh, this is the week we make a name, and it's a name. <laughs> <laughs> We're not making a fucking name until we go on iTunes or when I get out of this shanty shack of a... <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I go on Barstool. Everyone gets podcast rooms that they get to record in. I'm in the fucking closet of a confessional booth that nobody uses just to put out some sort of content for people. But, hey, I'm not complaining. I, I, I take my lunch pail to work. Come uh, yeah, down. that's the way. That's the way we like it, man. I I agree. I agree. How uh, how are you doing this week? Um, uh, in general, like my life, yeah. uh, it's okay. It's pretty busy. Um, I'm doing all right. <laughs> I I was like not doing that well the past few weeks. Just like not really in the zone. But the past week, I think I've like hit a good stride as far as work and just uh. Okay, no one gives a shit about your personal life. <laughs> right. Obviously, I meant how'd you do cash-wise last week? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, pretty well. Um, we, we hit on a bunch of uh, players, like you said, so um, it was good. And, uh, yeah, it, I, I, uh, I did pretty well. How about you? Uh, I did amazing for the lineup that you gave me, and I appreciate that. So kudos. And, and Glennie. To you. And Glennie Balls cleaned up. Glennie Balls. Played the lineup you gave him, the millionaire, twenty dollars, one forty bucks. He's set for the next two weeks, dude. Winning forty bucks is like top one percenters. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I actually had a lineup in the millionaire this week that finished like two thousand. So I got a hundred bucks, which is the highest I think I finish ever, and it's going to be the highest I finish ever because that thing is just one giant cock tease to the moon, and nobody ever wins it except some hick out in Bumblefuck, Montana, or a shark every week. One of your buddies just comes out on top in his million lineups and the Sunday millionaire comes clean with a million bucks. Yeah, it's, 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 um, 
it's a tough tournament. I, I don't even enter it, enter it that much. Like I don't, I don't, uh, max it out. Then the max is 150 now. So like I could max it out, but it's just like 150. So that's, it's 3k. 3,000. Yeah. I, I was coming. I had it in my head. Give me a second. Yeah. I'll say 2,500, but um, now I saw you tweeted out that you had a dream this week of some sort. Yeah, I had a dream that um, I feel like is relevant to the podcast, which is uh, I woke up in the middle of the night um, from this dream, which was um, an NFL player, two NFL players, actually. Um, so th- this isn't all in the tweet. I tweeted it out, but like th- th- there's more uh, to-, to the dream. Um, it was two NFL players, and they were racing in the Olympics in the 100-meter dash um against uh dogs wild dogs <laughs> like what, wild dogs or junkyard dogs uh i'm not sure they, they they were dogs i can't say uh you know exactly where they came from but they uh took off and one of the players fell way behind and um he was eaten by the dogs and one came out victorious and the two players were robert woods and justin hunter and um <laughs> And my good friend Justin Hunter won the race, and, and Robert Woods got. He, I think I'm not sure what happened exactly. You know, you wake up, but I'm pretty sure he's dead. He died from the, you know, pack of dogs. But Justin Hunter won. That's the important thing. And because he scored the past two weeks, and in conjunction with the dream, I think we should play him. So I, I will throw one into the millionaire maker with Justin Hunter this week. I despite, think, despite the lack of targets. I think I think the most impressive thing about that dream is the fact that you recognize that it was Justin Hunter, but then I remember he has many mug shots out there to where you can just identify him. So it's <laughs> no problem. Well, yeah, I well, so I don't like. Do you? I, I guess I have two questions. Do you dream in color? And then do you dream like my dreams are sort of vague? Where like I kn- I knew it was Justin Hunter, but I, like I don't think I saw his face or anything. Like I don't, I can't. I didn't, I wasn't like dreaming. And then I'm like, Oh, that's Justin Hunter. I just like, well, a, yes, I do dreaming color. And B, you have such a hard on for that fucking bum for the past six years that I think you just have him in your dreams all the time. So any black guy that's running away from anything, like you're just going to assume it's Justin Hunter. I mean, Robert Woods is a little lighter skinned, right? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I guess that'd be a little tougher to pick out, but and I'm saying that in the least racist way possible. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we? Why don't we move on? Uh, I'm excited, dude. Like, I'm, <laughs> it's late. You, you push the podcast back an hour. I got my first like New York City haircut that butchered me. I need like my gay guy back in Philly. All right, gotta see it. Gotta see it. Is it's, it's miserable. Look at this. Look, like I got nothing. <laughs> Pumpkin pie haircutted freak. Hold on, put it up. Put it up. Put what up? The hair. Like, do the thing with the... Like... That looks better. Does it? No. Well, it I don't know. I got butchered uh, yet again. It's unbelievable. Are you going to do the post tomorrow with that haircut and then the, like, side-by-side with the I've one? D- I've done that post a million times, so I guess I might as well do it again. So pretty much the same exact words. Like, Jerry from Seinfeld getting absolutely massacred. There hasn't been a masculine bad since Rwanda. I'll tell you that much. If it makes you feel better, um, I think the the other one was a little bit worse. 
but that's also because I didn't have the beard. So my fat face was like coming out. <laughs> Being stretched yeah. out by gravity. You're, you're a beard guy. That helps you. I have to be a beard guy. I mean, someone tweeted at me today, like, how'd you lose the fat face? I'm like, lose the fat face. Like it's an illusion. Grow a beard. It's fat face one-on-one. It's an, the, the ladies call that a contour. It's a natural contour. I'm going to pretend like I know what that means. <laughs> All right, let's move on. This week, week seven, got a lot of action going down. Who do you guys your top player overall? Um, Top player overall, I'm going to go Julio. Don't say Antonio Brown. Just don't say Antonio. It's not Antonio. Oh, no, it's not Antonio. Okay. Well, I mean, the past seven weeks, week seven, the past six weeks, you had Antonio Brown. It's not that far for me to draw the conclusion that you're going to keep choosing Antonio Brown and think that your tits don't smell. I think I actually picked Cam the, the week he played the, um, the Saints, but which was last week. Um, uh, Julio. Julio at home against the Chargers. I'll go Julio um, by a little bit, too. I think he's like – He's only – he's only he's 9,200. Antonio Brown's 9,300 in DraftKings. So – yeah, he's clearly a better value, I think, than Antonio with Landry Jones at quarterback. So, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a uh, look at you. Look at, look, at you, look at you going out on a limb there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and by limb, that I mean, you're still fucking not even climbing the tree. But we'll take. All right. It. Who who's your top player? My my top player. Who's going to score the most points this week? I will go with – you know what? I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. Most points. He's there for six touchdowns. That's not really that much. I have, so I have Matt Ryan 0.3 points below Julio. I don't think it's that. And you're, and you're the fantasy genius who has all these freaking John Nash equations drawn up on the chalkboard of the window of the Princeton Library. I'm just going for my gut. So maybe you should trust me a little more than you. Yeah, yeah. Why don't why don't we uh, why don't we do that? Why don't we uh, <laughs> we should do we should do a head to head the rest of the year. We should do that. We should do it. No, <laughs> seriously, we okay. should. My gut line up against whatever. Okay, I'm not, you think. I'm and not. It, and it, it has to be a tourney lineup. Can't be cash. No, we'll we'll pick we'll pick each of we'll pick a lineup that we think will do best in the Sunday Million, and we'll broadcast that lineup. Up and whoever finishes higher wins that week instead of going head to head. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll so still, you're already I'm, giving me your cash game picks, and I don't want you giving me bad picks. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So like, either we have to scrap that, or I'd start. No, sending, we're not scrapping that. We're not scrapping that. No. Or I would send you something stupid. Um, how much money have you? Have you, you? You've won like every. Yeah, I've been doubling up every week. It's been great. I'm living on cloud nine. Good. Good. Um, okay. Well, the, the problem with that is that the way that I play tournaments isn't exactly in the same way. It's definitely different than cash, but it's even different than other people play where I'm like all out to win. So I don't know that that's really a fair gauge. You might actually be like the same probability to cash as I am, but I'm like much better chance to win or something, you know. Okay, um, we'll, dis- we'll discuss it post-show to get yeah. some sort of – We'll, fi- we'll figure it out. I don't. I don't want to. I want to rob you of the of the lineup. So yeah, you better not fucking rob me in the lineup. So this podcast is done, or I'm done. Both, both, six feet under. If I can't make a little side nuggets on your on your sack, 
Uh, quarterback. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> All right. <laughs> that sounded a lot better in my head. Uh, quarterback this week. So that means Matt Ryan's your number one overall guy. Um, in cash games, no, but he's very close. I th- if you play Matt Ryan in cash, I'm fine with it. Um, he's the number one in terms of points. Um, but, uh, in terms of just like the safety of the lineup and who I think I would probably stick into cash games, I, I still think it's Brady um, at the Steelers. Uh, there's some risk that they get up big, but again, we talked about this where the, where the, the, the Patriots maybe are less likely than a team like the Chiefs or, or, or Ravens that get up by 10, 14 points and just like drain the clock. Um, so I'm not like – too worried about that. Uh, so I think that, yeah, either Ryan or Brady is good in cash. I think you could make an argument for Alex Smith. I don't personally like him in cash. Um, I think he's undervalued, potentially more undervalued in terms of like dollar per point, which is how people tend to value um, players that they're going to put into cash games. But um, he has a limited ceiling, and I, I still think you should be um, looking at ceiling in in cash games in every league type i think ceiling is really important um and then there's probably some argument for andy dalton against the browns uh at home but um any of those guys i don't think is 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 a bad play and if you're paying up at another position maybe you play um alex smith or um or dalton but i think brady's probably the guy for for me and uh this works in conjunction with other positions where there's some injuries this week. And so there's some like very, very cheap guys who are obvious values at, at a running back and receiver. Um, for quarterback, is there any like really low risk, high reward guys that you see? Uh, Colin Kaepernick last week, if you will, who I'm still furious didn't get three touchdowns. I thought after he got that little lob to Torrey Smith, he was going to at least rush for one and throw for one more. Yeah, um, I'm not really on Kaepernick as much as other people. He's the type of quarterback I generally like, but I just don't think he can, like, the upside in that offense. They do run a lot of plays, but um, and it looks like Hyde is going to be out. He's almost certainly going to be out this week, so maybe there's an argument there, but I don't know. He can't throw like like some other guys who um, can like, – like, like a guy who I do like a little bit more in tournaments who's Mariota. So sort of a similar Who has been putting together a couple of nice games in a row. Yeah, I think he has six touchdowns maybe in the past two weeks. He's going to be at home against Indy. Um, could turn into a little bit of a shootout, I think. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I think that a guy like Mariota is probably going to be around the same ownership as Kaepernick, and uh, I like him a lot more. All right, on the running backs, uh, last week we had big weeks from McCoy, David Johnson, DeMarco Murray was a little quiet. We were on him, but he has a very good matchup this week. Then, obviously, the big gunner and um, uh, Lamar Miller, who was Clenny Balls, his balls pick of the week. Good for him. Uh, Le'Veon Bell kind of struggled fantasy-wise last week. Does he come back as your number one guy, or else who else do you have? No, I, I don't have Levy on number one, even in terms of points. So, number one in terms of points, uh, I have – uh, number one and two, who I also think are the guys that you play in cash, are DeMarco um, and McCoy. So guys who M- – McCoy certainly went off last week and we talked about him. Um, DeMarco not too much. And he didn't he, – he did score a touchdown. That sort of bailed him out. But um, 
yeah, the, the both in great matchups, both are favorites. Um, both are, have big workloads at a position that there's not really that many guys that have that. So in cash games, I like those two guys quite a bit. And then Doug Martin uh, is almost certainly going to be out. And if he's out, um, Charles Sims on IR, it's all uh, Jack was risers. So it's quiz. I think that you, if you're on DK, you put them in the flex and it's those three guys. And those are my guys. And I don't, unless something happens, those are the guys I think you stick in the cash games. What about tournaments? Get a little low risk. How do the Ward Spankage going? Yeah. Uh, so an interesting guy is David Johnson. He, he, I think he just scored three touchdowns um, on Monday. He's uh Clearly, I mean, low risk Kyrie Ward. He's one of the highest paid running backs or highest salary running backs, but as you were. Yeah, but uh, but so, you won't be owned that much. Yeah, so in tournaments, I'm thinking of of risk in terms of both salary and ownership, and I I think his ownership will be down a lot just because of the matchup against the Seahawks. Uh, but the Seahawks do really well on the outside and can potentially struggle over the middle. And if the Cardinals get down, then it's a situation where he's getting a lot of targets. So I don't know that his upside is really – his upside is probably limited relative to a matchup against, like, the Browns or something. But it's not crazy limited, and I think his floor is still there. So, so David Johnson is an interesting one in, um, in tournaments. Theoretic, I think, against the, uh, the Redskins is someone who's interesting to me. He's, over, the, he's overpriced probably. Um, and the fact that he's overpriced, I think, is going to drive down his ownership. He's also hurt last week, which is um, – there's some risk there, but uh, you're also going to get him at, at probably low ownership. So those are the, guy, the guys I would be looking at probably in tournaments. Also, Jeremy Hill um, is uh, – I'm not going to have crazy exposure to any of these guys, um, but Jeremy Hill – didn't get touches last week, and everyone's talking about that. Geo got goal line touches. They're not using Jeremy Hill. Um, it could be situation dependent. And against the Browns, they're 10-point favorites. They're the biggest favorite of the week by far. And if they ride Hill late, any is um, scoring touchdowns. And his price is now 4K, whereas normally it might be like 6K or something. Then I think you're getting value. Um, you're definitely getting value even at 4K. Uh, and um, and potentially low ownership, where uh, he he is like the um, the perfect combination there. But there's so much risk with them splitting touches that I, I'm not going to have him probably in more than like 25% of lineups. All right, on the wide receivers, obviously you had Julio Jones as your big buck of the week. Who else do you see coming out on top? Yeah, the big bucks. The big bucks, I think, are Julio and hey, we're uh, that one. Big buck of the week, baby. <laughs> I like that. We should do big buck of the week. Uh, yeah, Julio, AJ, AJ Green against the Browns, um, I think is uh, definitely someone you use in cash. Um, Tyrell Williams at 4,400 at Atlanta uh, is really good. This, this, in addition to running back with, with Quiz, now there's, this, um, there's a bunch of guys at – receiver in cash games who are like I don't know how you get away from them and uh the, the, so I mentioned those those expensive guys the the cheap guys are um Ty Montgomery with Eddie Lacy now um almost guaranteed to be out if you're in a Thursday league Ty Montgomery um 
And uh, he, he well, you don't think you don't think now now Davis is going to poach a little bit? I don't think he can. He, I don't think. Oh, he's, he's not playing. Just update. He's not playing. There you go. Okay, he is playing, but he on DraftKings you can't you you can't use him. You can technically use him, but he's still on the Chiefs on DraftKings. So if you use him, you're going to get yeah. a zero on Fanduel. On Fanduel, you can use Niall Davis, but there's no way that that quickly in a few days he learned the playbook. It's going to be it's it's just like. They can't, so they're gonna have. They have no other running back on the roster right now. They're gonna have to call call up Don Jackson, I think. Um, but it, they have no other running back. They're gonna have to use Cobb and Montgomery. And last week they used Montgomery the majority of the snaps. They used him out of the backfield. He, I believe he had twelve targets last week. He's like kind of automatic. Um, yeah, so that's the uh, the guy that I think is um, automatic in. Uh, in cash games, in addition to those uh, top price guys, uh, any low risk, high gunners, gunner of the week at wide receiver. That's um, your Kenny Britt, if you will, that will be low ownership, relatively cheap, and could really bust some heads and sling some dick. Yeah, um, I'll give you Anunwa. So Anunwa is going to be low owned again. This, this guy's turning into your, Jack, your Justin Hunter this year. I'll tell you that. He's not, he's not anything like Justin Hunter. <laughs> he's, he's pretty similar. He's an athletic freak that doesn't do shit. Doesn't do shit. He did shit early. In, he, he's, done, he's done some shit. Um, he just, he's, done, he's done less than shit. He's done legit wet shit at the bottom of the barrel. If he was doing, like, Triceratops Jurassic Park shit, okay, I... I'd be impressed. You know, that's one big pile of shit. He's doing less than shit. And you know that. Anunwa is my guy this week. I love Anunwa. I'm all in on Anunwa. No, Anunwa uh, against the Ravens, I think, is one of those guys you're going to get at probably 1%, something like that. With, with, um, with, with uh, Geno Smith trying to throw to him, attempting, chucking at him, not even a throw. Yeah, it, that's, certainly, that's certainly the issue. Um, but, I mean, if – you know, there's always some problem with a guy who's one percent owned. So, uh, yeah, you know, last week with Brady it was Case Keenum. Oh, he can't do this, and then he completely went off and was like the top quarterback. All right, that's your value. That's your value gunner of the week. See how that one works out. Spoiler alert: not well. Tight end Gronk finally had his big day. Uh, Jimmy Graham did some things out there. Is Jordan Reed coming back? No, I don't think he's going to be back. Now, who do you see at uh, tight end? That's your pretty good play this week. One guy, one guy. Who do you think it is? Gronk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> is, there, is there anybody that you think might explode? Colby Fleener's been coming along a little bit. I like Gronk. I like Gronk only in cash games, even though he's, he's a little bit overpriced, but because of the um, – the, the value you're going to get on uh, if you play Ty Montgomery or if you play, um, you know, Jacquez, it's, yeah. it's like very easy to, to pay up for Gronk. And it's very easy to – the overpaying doesn't, doesn't matter. Like, it just doesn't matter. And Gronk is – he's the only tight end in the league right now that you can, like, count on that he's going like, to get targets. And, like, if, when you start to go down the list, who's going to definitely – get targets and return value. Who is it? Uh, Gronk, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones. No, 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 at tight end. Oh, at tight end? 
Uh, it's definitely not fucking Zach Ertz. I'll tell you that much. It's Zach Ertz. You can look at in tournaments. I don't like him that much. Um, people are using Jack Doyle in cash at twenty because he's twenty five hundred. I'm not doing that. Like, I think that that's a complete trap. He has eight targets over the last three games. That's not. I think like that there is something to um, guaranteeing a certain floor. Uh, there's Hunter Henry who I think does make some sense. Mm. 3,600. I think you could potentially do that. I mean, he's, he's out kicking his coverage every week somehow. And I also think he's very talented. He, I, I, I don't think he's like just some dummy that's getting. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, it shows a lot when Gates is back and he's still getting, you know, a lot of targets. I think he had eight targets last week. Yep. Six catches, 83 yards, a touchdown. Right. So I, I think I believe he had the touchdown in the first drive. He had a bunch of catches. But yeah. So I think you could make a case for that if for some reason you're paying up at like if you want to go Julio, um uh and uh AJ Green and Cash along with McCoy and uh and um who's the other DeMarco, uh then then maybe. Um but I think it's Gronk and Cash. All right, on the defense, uh, we've been struggling a little bit with defense this year. I haven't really picked out the, the top, top tips of the game each week. Uh, every one of our picks has been very, very average or below average. You see anybody this week who has a really good matchup that you just have to play? Yeah, I don't know that they've been that bad. Um, they, the, I mean, they haven't been. They haven't been. Well, the thing with defense is they, they – I mean, they need touchdowns. They need touchdowns. Yeah, they can't, like it, – it's very hard to, for a defense to go off. Like, they're, they're all sort of around the same. Um, but in cash games, I think, I think Patriots, um, even on the, on the road against the Steelers, um, you know, seven-point favorites and uh, Roethlisberger out, that's um, definitely in play. And uh, they're $700 cheaper than the next defense that I think you can play in cash, who is worse – um, just the worst defense overall, and that's the Bengals against the Browns, uh, ten point favorites. So, I think those are the two you look at in cash. I prefer I, I prefer the Patriots, um, but yeah. And then in tournaments, um, just a couple of interesting ones. One is that people aren't going to play is the Chiefs at home against the Saints. So Love the, it. The Chiefs are, I think they were a touchdown favorite. I think they're now six and a half. Um, cheap against if they get up they're in a really good spot if they don't which is very possible that they don't obviously they're facing a good offense um, then they're in some trouble but uh, if, if they get up in um, in a tournament I like that spot because you're probably going to get them at I must say no nah, I know but like I think they're going to be 1.5% in the millionaire maker or something like that so I think that that's, that's just uh, – that's, that's one that's really interesting to me. And I, defenses are, are, are so volatile. Like you said, because of the touchdowns, it's like all these low-frequency events, even sacks, it's, it's very difficult to predict. Um, and because of that, when you have a high ownership on a defense or what you think is going to be high ownership, it's, it's probably a situation that you get away from in, in a tournament like the Millionaire Maker because like, we, we're not really that good at predicting it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> not really that good at anything else. Not only in this, but in life. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I like the Chiefs. Why not? I also like the uh, Raiders at Jacksonville. Blake Bortles stinks. He's just having a rough year. And, you know. Yeah, the Raiders, I think, yeah. I don't I, – I don't hate it. I think it's a, like a similar sort of um, similar philosophy to the to the Chiefs pick. But I, yeah, I, I don't hate that. I think that that's fine. I think you could also go with like the Bills um, against the Dolphins with uh, with Tannehill there too. All right, I know a couple questions this week. Very simple: uh, Is Demarco Murray a must play, or is this just like a, a little trap thing? I think you answered that somewhat, but. In cash in cash games, I think he is a must play. I think you just uh, there's there's probably like four or five guys that you start with, and then and then you have decisions around that. And he's one of those guys. In tournaments, no, definitely not because there's all there's there's always a fear that he doesn't do well, and they bring in Derrick Henry. Um, but yeah. yeah, but I mean, what's where are the chances of that? Demarco Murray's no. been been pretty. Uh, Pretty steady, leaving a lot of meat on the bone. Not leaving a lot of meat on the bone this year, like he did last year and the year before, according to freaking uh, what, what's that convict's name? Got a rest for shoplifting, Joseph Randall. Joseph hey. Randall. Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing now? <laughs> what community center is he spending this? Maybe. Time? Maybe we can get him on the pod. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, that, that's yeah. <laughs> Hold we, on, I'm gonna make. And, and, and he's getting Joe Buck. We we can call up a parole office and just call up Joseph Randall in here. Dude, we gotta get. I I made a note. I'm gonna try to get him on. I have a little bit of a connection to to Joseph Randall. Don't get. I don't want to talk to Joseph Randall. What? He's gonna he go needs- on some like God fearing rant or something. That guy's nuts. That's right. why I need that shit. He's legitimately nuts. And the fact that you have a connection with them, I don't want to know your connection with them. Um, Justin Hunter, we can get him on, right? Yeah, I would love Justin Hunter on the tour. God, dude. Wow. I, oh, and be... that's, assuming, that's assuming his intelligence level is that to where he can. All right, now we can't have him on. God damn it. <laughs> we can't have him on. I will be saying the same exact things to his face. You don't know anything about him. I, 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 I speculate, and my predictions and prognostications are usually correct, especially in those situations. All right, let's get to the questions. Uh, I need two of the following three, no PPR. Fitz, Crabtree, Cam Meredith. Um, uh, Fitz and Crabtree. Uh, Meredith had a big week last week. Are you still sticking with him in any situation? Or Yes, uh, yes. I didn't really bring him up because um... – he other other people are going to have him in cash automatically. Um, the, I think like there's like two or three guys in the secondary of Green Bay that are hurt. Um, I I definitely think that you can play him, but um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I think that, that there's a couple better options, and because of how cheap some other guys are because of injuries, you're not forced into playing him like you might be in other weeks. But in uh yeah in 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 season long I think on most teams he's generally going to be a good option. I have a wide receiver dilemma. Half point PPR. Alshon, Meredith, Diggs, and Edelman start two. You can't be fucking serious. All right, Alshon and uh, Diggs. Uh, Diggs is back this week, huh? Yeah, Diggs is back. Tough matchup, uh, I think, a little bit against the Eagles. Maybe a little bit overrated where people are like, oh, man, they're really good. And 
I don't think that Eagles defense is as good as people think that they are. Well, they're, they're getting exposed a little bit, especially on the ground game. Uh, yeah, they've definitely been struggling. I, I like, I hate, I hate going against the Eagles, but I like the Vikings a lot, which means big things because I was over three, uh, picking against them first week of the season. And I was over two picking for them. So what do you know? Uh, who has more value going forward fantasy wise, Alshon or Meredith? Alshon, Alshon. You want to yell a little louder? Alshon. Are the performances by Jay Ajahi and Golden Tate for real? Um, Tate, yes. I think, um, obviously. We've been but, waiting for him to kind of grab the yeah, uh, we've been on Yeah, we've been on Tate. So, okay. yeah, I think that that was like in, inevitable. Um, and I think that Tate is fine. Uh, I think it's a wait-and-see approach with uh, Ajayi, who um, I'm, I'm optimistic on him, but uh, they have Foster. They're still sort of um, potentially uh, mixing up the carries there in Miami. So we'll, we'll see on him because, I mean, it's not long ago that the coaching staff was so down on him that, like, he was inactive, right? So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens when, when Foster's truly healthy. Is Eli Manning dead? I don't know. <laughs> it's a simple question. <laughs> should, should involve a simple answer. He has, he has been non-existent. He might as well be deceased. No, Eli wasn't that. I mean, he went off with those guys. He hasn't been that good. You can admit that. I think that's Eli every single week. Until the playoffs. He had 403 yards and three touchdowns last week. Yeah, it's going to be better. <laughs> hey, I don't ask the questions. Are these, just, are these questions from last week? Did we? <laughs> that, was, that was the latest email sent in. Really <laughs> the latest one. All right. And that'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, Hold on. Oh, I got a question for you. Sure. Objectively, who do you think is better, Wentz or Dak? Right now or future? Both. Right now, I mean, performance-wise, you can't argue against Dak. But I also think Dak has a hell of a lot more help, even with Des Bryant being out. I mean, Dak's line is the best offensive line in football, and he has Ezekiel Elliott. So he hasn't been put in position to where he is going to be forced to make a lot of mistakes, and he hasn't made mistakes. So right now, I will go Dak for the future. I will go once. And that is objective as I can put it. Okay, I think that, I think that that's fair. Yeah, it's very fair. I mean, would you say Dak has a brighter future than Carson Wentz? If I, it, how much would Wentz be absolutely killing it if he had Dallas? If he was put in Dak's position right now, think about that. Yeah, I don't know. It, probably a bit more, but think about the Cowboys' receivers. I mean, the, the Eagles' receivers. I know, but I think the Eagles' receivers are a little bit underrated. Like they're not good. They're not good, right? But Whoa, I think, me, absolutely. Dude, I don't think they're that bad with Aguilar, um, DGB, and uh, and Matthews. It's not that bad. You have some talent there. You have a first-round pick, a, a second-round pick who should have been a first-round pick, who I believe has the highest like uh, market share in the history of SEC in, uh, in Matthews at Vanderbilt. And Dory Greenbeckham, obviously, um, talented player. Like – yeah, they, they end Ertz, who is uh, they're going to start to throw to, who is um, now he's better than Witten, who is, who is one of the worst 
objectively speaking, one of the worst tight ends in the league. He's so bad. Um, Dak Dak has had – he's had Cole Beasley. But he has the best line in football in Ezekiel Elliott. I'll agree. Cole Beasley doesn't deserve to be playing above the East Stone Lions, or he would kill it. And then he should go, like, working fast food like the rest of those. Cole Beasley might not make some of the better high school teams in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're – you're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right. I mean, so, so we'll, we'll agree. We'll agree to disagree on that one. But no, Dak, Dak looks. I think. I think if the, if the offensive line weren't as good, he'd be throwing more, and he would be. If he's pressured, he would run a bit more, and he hasn't really run. He's run for three touchdowns, but he's only run for like sixty some yards. He's not, hasn't taken off. It's been pretty much dropping back. I, yeah, I do agree. They've had if, some. If good... the offensive line wasn't as good as it should be, I mean, we're getting all theoretical now. If my dad didn't have a dick, he'd be my mom. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's actually so. And you can throw anything out there. That's a good. I was thinking of that same analogy. <laughs> no, I, I think that no, but I think Dak's in a better position to thrive, regardless of situation, than Wentz is. I, I, I'm, I'm very impressed with Wentz when I didn't think he was going to be that good of a quarterback, but he's some made some really awesome throws. Um, yeah, I, I still think it's Dak. All right, we'll find out. We will find out, and we'll we'll discuss our little uh, bet that we'll put this week for uh, tournaments or something. But uh, that's all she wrote. Any questions? Hit up at Smitty Barstool at Bales Football. Check out FantasyLabs.com. And good luck this week. Win some money. <laughs>